Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Perspective. Today, we're going to talk about how we can develop self-inflicted dissatisfaction. I'm going to give you one of the most dried out terms ever. Gary Vee normally uses. Never be satisfied. A lot of these bullshit ass inspirational Instagram posts that I guess they were the big fad back in 2018 or possibly even 2019. You would see a lot of Leonardo DiCaprio wearing the bullshit suit, holding the martini, the Wolf of Wall Street, one of the worst representations of a human being in all of humanity. You would see this often. But the problem is you can't listen to that. Satisfaction is something you should feel as you strive. Let me give you an example. I am unbelievably grateful. I was sitting on my bed today. Next thing you know, I got a message from someone in Ecuador. I'm not exactly how sure this individual is, but she said, oh my God, thank you so much. Your, your podcast is so many things are helping me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Absolutely, you're very, very welcome. And you know, yeah, that's what I'm here for. So I'm, all cre I'm creating these different things. But again, I'm very grateful for that. That's one way that you can actually negate dissatisfaction. Because again, I'm not one of those people who are saying, oh man, but I'm not satisfied. I want more. I want more. I want more. The thing is, we are insatiable beings. We want growth. We want to know that sense of fulfillment like we are growing and we are progressing with the world, not being that same individual. See, the people who are the same individual are the ones who are doing the same goddamn thing every day. I lost my family. Got it? Now, being satisfied, then doesn't mean settling. It simply means accepting and taking pleasure in what is. It's allowing you to feel contentment, whether or not a thing is complete or perfect. So you have to reach yourself to feel fulfilled and enjoy the journey now. There's no, listen, there's so many people out there going for those dumbass cars, those big ass houses. Look at all these NBA stars. Are they ever content? No, because they're depressed just like everyone else. Why? Because they honestly believe that once they got that money, once they bought that car, once they bought that house, once that ma they married that celebrity, that everything would be okay. No, you realize and you completely forgot that that entire process back then, you did not give a damn about. You weren't grateful for it. You thought that you were going to feel absolute joy when you had arrived. That's not how it works, people. It's not. And this is why it's one of the three traps that we're going to be discussing today. So I have five questions for you. Number one, the areas of your life I felt consistently or the areas of your life you felt consistently dissatisfied with include. Now, what do I mean by that? Okay. Back in 2017, I felt that dissatisfaction at my job. That place... That company, Toshiba, I didn't care about working there anymore. I didn't. I felt like I took the place for granted. Not only that, but I'm like, dude, this work sucks. I'm not getting any work over there. I felt like I had hit my roof. And I most certainly did. And when that dissatisfaction happens, it was happening over the course of about seven months, but I really never looked at it and said, Arsenio, what is the problem? I always wanted to go to Bangkok, not live on the outskirts around a bunch of poor mindset ass motherfuckers. So what ended up happening? Well, I needed to be removed for no absolute no reason from Toshiba, the company, 
to be chastised and ridiculed in a meeting with one of the ugliest, most disgusting human beings on the planet for me to realize, okay, now I'm satisfied because now life is going to feel like a challenge again. I'm going to get to Bangkok and that whole, oh my God, I don't think anyone's going to accept me, uh, you know, for a job because I'm black and this, that. That's the challenge I needed. Some of you right now have been consistently dissatisfied with something because you continue to do it, but you don't want to do it. A lot of people will say, oh, that's living. Oh, that's life. Fuck you. Bullshit. Enough with the excuses. My mom has been working for this bitch by the name of Marie for maybe more than 15 years. She is unbelievably unhappy with that individual. That individual had fired her. That individual had closed down her shop and she still works for her no matter what. That's the boss. And I'm like, mom, why do you still do it? Why do you still do that? I don't understand. So again, think about the areas of your life. Going back to the whole wheel of life that you guys heard. The areas of your life. I'm talking about the personal development, physical environment, health, wealth, whatever it may be. The fun and hobbies, it has skyrocketed for me. My health, it marks the first year. It, this is the first time. This is the, it's been a year since I've been sick. A year since I've been sick. And a country that is heavily polluted with disgusting toxins in the sky. Although, of course, during the rainy season, there's a lot of air and blows all that garbage outside and whatnot. But the toxins are back. So now I'm like, you know what? I'm not taking any chances. Let me load up on these 2.5 masks. Last time, it's my last run in this country anyways before I get the fuck out. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, with my job, I'm not dissatisfied because I'm, I just ask myself, Arsenio, are you going to dedicate all your time to working for that bullshit-ass money? No. So what are you going to do about it? Okay, I'm going to do this. It worked. There it is. If you're in a relationship and it's not working, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to address it? Do you want to continue being in the relationship? It's like when a guy, uh, a millionaire had asked Eric Thomas, he said, hey, and Eric Thomas, he said, oh, I'm not really happy. You know, I don't know what to choose, my career or my family. And Eric Thomas said, you know what? If your family and your son were to leave and you had your career, would you be happy? He said, absolutely not. You answered your question. Got it? So consistently dissatisfied. We're talking over the course of X amount of time. A lot of this would deal with work. A lot of this could be the physical environment, right? Me, personal development, that's always on fire. And I'm starting to execute on a lot of my ideas. But for you, for you, write that down. Number two, some good things that have also happened in those areas. So again, if I would say I'm consistently dissatisfied with the job market out here in Thailand, but I've been there is some good things that have happened in that was, well, last year I had one of my most successful years of my life. Although I dropped off two of the, well, one of uh, a big money maker that I had for a very long time. And I just literally dumped them off because they're trash. And then I asked myself, damn, Arsenio, how are you going to make money now? Guess what? Now I'm making money online. Got it? Does this make sense, people? So what do I mean by this is the fact that, okay, there's always good and the things that you are possibly dissatisfied with. You got to understand the money. I want to say the money perspective, but me, I have a visa. I have a work permit. It's going through all the way until June of next year. That's when the vaccines will have arrived. And that's when I will have made the decision to leave Thailand. Does that make sense, people? So again, although this job barely pays me anything, the good is 
that they pay for obviously the rent and the air. The rest I do on the outside. I have a lot of online students and a lot of online projects. This is what I commit myself to. Look at the good and the dissatisfaction too. And look at what you have learned throughout those processes. Number three, sometimes you can say to yourself, the next time I you feel dissatisfied, then to get yourself to notice more of the good things and to continue to move forward. At the same time, if you've been consistently dissatisfied with something that is unworkable, that you cannot change whatsoever, then there comes a decision. Yeah, you're going to have to make that decision. Fuck this. But if I say, okay, Arsenio, what are you dissatisfied with? You know what? I hit a roadblock probably about a month ago. I was like, I was looking at my window. I was like, man, I am done with this country. I want to get the hell out of here. But at the same time, I'm like, well, if we look at all the Western countries, especially in Europe, especially America, they're completely flat out broken beyond belief, almost unrepairable. Who knows when they're going to get back on track? So Arsenio, uh, you need to take a step back and look at it from a, from a grand scope of things. You are very, very lucky for this, for being in a country like Thailand. Because guess what? You have consistent money and consistent everything. Keep that in mind. Number four, someone who probably sees you more dissatisfied, more than you want, is who? So I make this apparent with some of the closest people I speak to on a routine basis, right? So I'm going to tell you right now that I speak to, on a consistent basis throughout the day, one of my main, my, I guess you could say my best of friends out here in Thailand. Her name is Nen. And then I speak to Deepka. She is Indian living in Cambodia. Uh, as of the last couple of weeks, I haven't spoken to Mir. Who knows why? Who cares? That's just what life is. If I look at anyone else, probably through Facebook Messenger over here, over there, but consistently, I speak to those two. There are some childhood friends. Well, I wouldn't even say friends. Childhood folks that I get in contact with, we did, you know, a whole bunch of bullshit, giggles, laughs, and all that good stuff. But that is it. I communicate with a couple of people on WhatsApp. That's it. But I don't want the two main people in my life consistently hearing me complain about dumb shit. So that's why I always start off the morning kicking it off to those two with beautiful things. And let me give you an example. Deepa is an amazing human being that radiates so much positivity, love. She does a lot of things in terms of work. She does pitches. She gets accepted projects. She gets sponsors. She does amazing things. So when I message her, I don't want to just complain, complain, complain. Right? Unless it's something where I could learn from. And she's one of those people. She's like, dude, I just heard your message. How come you just don't get out of that crystallized cocoon and fly away? You keep going small. You need to go big. You're global. That was the best piece of advice she ever given me. Now, of course, with Mira, you know, in the past, I would, you know, talk about a couple of things and she would literally say not much to me. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to waste my time messaging you anymore because you're actually not hearing me. But then I asked myself, Arsenio, are you able to reflect in a gratitude journal or at the end of your day, like what negative thought came to mind? So that's when I started writing down my fundamentals. What negative thought came today? Why did it come? But I don't have any very significant negative thoughts that come anymore, right? That was during like the beginning stages of COVID in March and April. That's when I was living basically fear-based and, and that want, 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 rather than that creator mindset. I don't want to show anyone 
the negative, 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 negative. Now, if you look at anything in my life right there, now, there is nothing to be negative about. There was a girl from Ecuador who linked up with me. There was another person this day. There was this, there was that. So many beautiful souls have connected with me and continue to connect with me on a consistent basis. I have nothing to be negative about. So again, I make sure that I switch up that tone. Now, sure, we're going to have conversations about a couple of things. And there was one time I had to catch myself because I kept talking about, like, I, it felt like I was one of those old white men, those old British that live here in Thailand. Like every single motherfucking detail that they would complain about. I remember I was, we went on that, that beautiful trip to Ratchaburi, Thailand, right? And I was complaining about the dumbest little shit. And then she said, are we just going to complain all day? But she said it in a jokingly way, but that caught myself. I said, "Uh uh-oh, Arsenio, are you being a bitch? Are you being a bitch right now? You are being a bitch. Shut your ass up. I switched my home. I switched that entire tone. And guess what? Right when I was self-aware with that, boom, I switched. I was like, Arsenio, you have nothing to complain about. You just saw fucking monkeys over here for the first time in your face. What are you complaining about? Oh, why type? Well, why type people built, put this sidewalk or put this type of material, this tile material outside when there's red? Who gives a fuck? You see what I mean? So that's a personal story. Now, that last question if you were going to inspire that specific person, like if I were going to inspire Deepta or Nen, to believe that I can enjoy life as I work hard and succeed. What type of change, what type of behaviors would you change in the future? What type of behaviors would you change? This is exactly what I just spoke about. My behavior, it could be the littlest things. When we were coming back, it was a full on bitch fest because we were trapped in a flood and we were trapped in the worst traffic ever. So I was just blah, 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 rather than enjoying the little things or possibly the extra time that I had with her that specific night, that amazing day. You see what I mean? So what behaviors can you just start to change? Like, again, it's like the transition periods. Before you come home, before you get out your car, before you get off the train, before you open that door, Take three minutes to gather yourself. Don't come in your house to your son, your children, your brothers, your brother, whatever, whoever you live with, with a bad attitude from that day. You have to transition into it. If they ask you, be like, oh, well, you know what? These things happen, but these things happen. And what I learned from this was, it's got to be like lesson based. My mom would just come home and she would bitch about the world. I work with teachers, what, three years ago, they were these old white men. It's crazy because some of them were rich. They had so much property back there in the UK, and yet you are here in Thailand working for next to no money. What the fuck are you doing here? Yet, every time I saw this asshole, he would complain, complain, complain. That fool ended up getting like some kind of skin cancer, and I was like, dude, that's a wake-up call. That fucking toxicity that's coming out of your sucker, yeah, it's just going to get worse. You got to get the hell out of here, or this place is, you're going to kill yourself. And that goes for all the other assholes I used to work with. They would just complain like there was no tomorrow. There was no really good conversation or value coming out of those fools. So I dropped them. So again, these are your five questions. Check out my blog, thearseniobuckshow.com. And guys, tune in for the next one. You already know who it is. 
Arsenio, as always, over and out.